Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Tuesday. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, every day we like to start the show with the three things we think you need to hear. We call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Okay, doesn't the world just need kind of a good story right now? A sweet I mean, it could story. use probably a half a dozen. Why? I agree with you. Um, this one in particular was uh, shared on BBC. And this is a story of a husband, just a sweet husband, whose wife is having difficulty with uh, her sight. And they're elderly. And he knows that she wants to look her best at all times. Yeah. And so he did something very sweet oh. to help make that happen. He learned to put her makeup on. Aww. Listen to this. It's so sweet. When she tries to do something with the right eye, the left eye doesn't see anything. So I would be doing little corrections like that with her. He was telling me the story that Mona, her sight was very, very bad and that she was losing her sight and that she wasn't able to hold things properly. She had a lot of shaking in her hands. Des took the brushes from my hand. If you just see the way he holds the brushes, he, he's a natural. He is a natural. Mona and I both agree on one thing, and that is that less is more. And there's no way I want my lovely Mona <laughs> slapped up with stuff. He thinks I'm lovely as I am. <laughs> Isn't that oh, that's so, so sweet? I just love this story so much. And, and then there's this weird other part of the story that I want to share with you. Um, and I want you to keep that happy feeling in your heart when I tell you this. Mm-hmm. That he's like a convicted sex no, offender? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not going to take it to that place. No. He, one of the, because so he had to watch a lot of YouTube videos oh, and sure. all kinds of stuff to learn how to put makeup on. Yeah. And one of the, uh, one of his teachers was Kim Kardashian. Oh, that's cute. And well. then she, now this actually might make you feel good about her. She actually ended up reaching out to them. Uh, to that couple and inviting them to one of her, um, one of her, uh, whatchamacallits, like um, those, remember how she was doing those like arena shows? Oh yeah, like uh, right? lectures yeah, on makeup. like makeup, whatever. Anyway, th- and they say now they know her in a different way. They didn't know who she was beforehand, oh, but now funny. they know her in like, a different way. There's this way. lady who does really good contouring, although please don't take makeup advice from Kim Kardashian. Right? Uh, it unless is actually, you're a drag queen or an Instagram wannabe. The, the person who's responsible for her makeup is now a good friend of theirs as well, and they've worked with him as well. Isn't that sweet? That's really adorable. I know. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Um, This is not adorable, and it's probably one of the main reasons we need adorable stories in the world. Harvey Weinstein. Uh So he's uh, pleading not guilty. 
two rape charges. Uh, let's hear about him going back to court today. Expected back before a judge to formally plead not guilty. A grand jury last week indicting the Hollywood mogul on charges of rape and criminal sex act. Mr. Weinstein has always maintained that any sexual activity he engaged in was consensual. More than 80 women have come forward accusing the 66-year-old of sex abuse. The charges he's facing involve two of those women. The first in 2004 at the old Weinstein Company offices on Greenwich Street. Actress Lucia Evans says Weinstein forced her to perform a sex act. The second incident allegedly happened in 2013 at the Doubletree Hotel in Midtown. Investigators say Weinstein held that unnamed woman in a room against her will and raped her. Prosecutors outlined the charges after Weinstein's arrest last month. This defendant used his position, money, and power to lure young women into situations where he was able to violate them sexually. Weinstein has been out on bail after paying $1 million cash. He's also been forced to wear a GPS monitoring bracelet. He surrendered his passport and is only allowed to travel within New York and Connecticut unless he gets court approval. Okay, so the the takeaway there for me was, or the kicker there was, more than 80 women, 8-0, more than 80 women accused Harvey Weinstein of sexual assault. Mm. And again, I think we've said this before. Those are the 80. I mean, that's an insane amount. And that's only the ones that we know that have about come forward. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, you imagine it's certainly more than that. And that, you know, that just shows a level of um, I don't even know what it says clearly. And I don't think we'll know for some time. But this is so much more than just one man being kind of pervy. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's this an is- institutional uh, it, it's almost like the, I mean, I don't want to make comparisons where they're not necessary. That's why, again, I think hindsight will maybe be a little more clear. It's almost like the Catholic Church or it's almost like other institutions that have been rocked with sex scandals because while we're focused on one man, it is not one man that allowed 80 women to be sexually assaulted. Right. And that is the thing that I think will ultimately um, be uh, illuminated in court. Uh, because no doubt associates of his that helped uh, that aided in covering for some of the activities that he was, uh, you know, involved in mm-hmm. uh, in order to be able to victimize these women. Those things will all come to light. And, uh, and the other piece of this, you know, and I, I understand like that there's a method to why he's pleading not guilty and saying that that all of this was consensual. But you can't help but react to that, right? That the notion that this man either believes himself or wants us to believe that all of these were consensual is so asinine. And just to give you, you know, some, um, I don't know, comparison, 60 some women have accused Bill Cosby. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, it's actually uh, that's actually almost more shocking if you think about it, because Bill Cosby unlike Harvey Weinstein, was not in the same position of power, which makes me believe one of two things. Either there are a lot more victims of Harvey Weinstein, like to a degree, or um, th- th- it's just gross. I mean, I, literally, yeah, that's the bottom line. <laughs> it's so, f- and lest you think this is just two men that are outliers, I mean, it really is, 
not hard to believe that there are many, 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 many. I mean, well, I mean, and to a certain extent, we've seen that. But to uh, in many cases, many more men who have done things on the scale of mm-hmm. a Bill Cosby, not even just like one offs, like all the, you know, endless list of men who've been accused, like Kevin Spacey, but that there are more men who are capable of in uh, really just wreaking havoc on scores of women. Yeah. Yeah. And, and setting up a system. I mean, he literally had to set up a system that allowed him to continue to victimize people yeah. in this way. Ugh. Let's move on. That's Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh. Well, we mentioned this yesterday, but we did not actually have the audio of Sarah Gilbert talking on her uh, on her show, the uh, the talk yesterday about the cancellation of Roseanne. In addition to my statement, I would like to say this has been a very difficult week. Uh, a lot of people have been hurt by this. Um, I will say I'm I'm proud of the show we made. The show. The show has always been about diversity, love, and inclusion. And it's sad to see it end in this way. Um, I'm sad for the people who lost their jobs in the process. However, I do stand behind the decision that ABC made. I mean... First of all, I, sometimes I, I look at Sarah Gilbert and I think, oh my gosh, little Darlene Connor has certainly grown and made something pretty spectacular yeah. uh, with herself. I mean, she is so eloquent and thoughtful uh, about how she talks about that. And I think it was a perspective that was necessary to hear her calmly address what happened and be honest about how that felt for everybody. Also, I think it stands to note that, of course, she was agreeing with the stance that ABC took, as she said, on her ABC show. Well, that and presumably she, you know, really believes that and hopes perhaps that there's some chance that the show um, will come back. And so the last thing she's going to do is start lighting fires in the middle of the street. Absolutely. And, you know, to that end, there is some uh, some real talk about that show coming back. And we do know that they met and there are some reports that an announcement is imminent. And we are going to talk a little bit more about that a little bit later in the show. But coming right up, we've got Elizabeth Reese coming in with all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello. Hi, Hi friends. Nice to be with you. Bradley Trainer will be co-hosting Twin Cities Live with me Yay. this afternoon. It's going to be the first time I've done this hour and a half business. 90 minutes. I don't know. I'm going to need to get some extra coffee. We'll get you some coffee. We'll find some treats. I'm sure there'll be something Yay. good going on. But boy, am I so sad about this Kate Spade it's news. It's an awfully sad story. It's, it's a shocker. just terrible. This is something uh, that's been breaking this morning and it's being reported all over the place. Kate Spade died by suicide at the age of 55 is what's being reported. And this happened inside her Manhattan apartment. I think, um, you know, it is, of course, such a tragic reminder that mental health knows no bounds. Mm -hmm. It doesn't know how much money you have. Mm -hmm. It doesn't know if you are a mother. It doesn't know if you're a wife. It doesn't know if you are successful. Mm -hmm. It doesn't know if you're none of those things. It does not discriminate. Mm -hmm. And it shows you, again, that you can 
from the outside seemingly have everything and be suffering so much on the inside. Absolutely. And um, again, to that point, you know, it is this is a time, of course, in the short hours after we've learned this, that people will make a lot of assumptions. Right. Um, and all I can think about is the how deep the pain of a person who felt that this was the only answer. The only answer. And I, 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 I want as much as people can to sit with that and understand just how how dark that place is and that there is help. And it's just a great reminder. Um, well, great reminder, meaning great you know, as in impactful, great as in um, momentous, impactful. Yeah. That um, people are suffering day to day. It's not just, you know, you don't always get a heads up. You don't always get a warning. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that's jarring about this is it comes out of nowhere. And most often stories like this do. But, you know, in our day to day world, we're so busy looking at, you know, the ridiculous stuff that's happening and mm-hmm. getting really animated about it. And then you've are given a reminder that um, life is precious and not everybody has the, the same, you know, uh, there's a hopelessness that is that exactly can attack Thank people you. on the inside that even when things look great from the outside. Mm-hmm. So 1-800-273-8255. That's the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. So I just want to give you that number and encourage you once again to just have that understanding that there is help out there if you are feeling like you are in that dark place. Uh, Looking back at Kate Spade's life, I mean, she was absolutely revolutionary. And and when I look at it, um, so when I turned 18... I got my first designer handbag, which mm-hmm. was a Kate Spade bag. Mm-hmm. And I will never forget, we celebrated my birthday with my family. I got the bag. It was a classic, her little black nylon bag, and it had two straps on oh, it yeah. and a zipper, and it was almost square. Mm-hmm. And then um, my best friend and I left to go up to her cabin up in Cross Lake for the weekend that we celebrated uh, my birthday with all of our friends. And I was just so excited. It was like my first big, expensive just fantastic bag. And so when I hear the words Kate Spade, I'm just always brought back to like feeling like an adult, you know, that's just such a special memory for me. Yes. Um, Which I think a lot of people can relate to having Kate Spade for special occasions or things like that. Her husband uh, is Andy Spade. He's the brother of David Spade, the actor. They have a 13 year old daughter, Mm -hmm. Frances Beatrix Spade. And she was the aunt of Rachel Brosnahan, who is in The Marvelous Miss. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This is amazing. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. She sold her company, Kate Spade to Neiman Marcus, uh, for a reported 
34 million and then the rest for 59 million. It's amazing. So almost a hundred million dollars in total. And then she took time to spend time with her daughter. And then they just launched a new brand called Francis Valentine after her daughter in 2016. So just thinking of her family, I just can't even imagine her daughter today. It's just a really devastating thing. And I think as we talk about it, um, it, there are a lot of reminders that I'm seeing on Twitter, which is nice in terms of the sensitivity Mm. and, um, and some understanding. It's amazing in the last, I would say, five years or so, and just covering these stories. Um, and sadly, there's just too many of them. But in, you know, we've been on the radio long enough to have gone through a number of these and to watch the evolution and the transition for how people cover these stories. Mm-hmm. There's a marked difference. And as you said, the sensitivity is one of the first things that I noticed that people are very thoughtful to, as you did, give out a number, some resources and understand it's not just about reacting to the news, but, uh, you know, acknowledging that. This is something that affects people. Yeah, in it real absolutely time. does. And I think changing that terminology. I mean, we've talked a lot about yeah. this on my talk 1071 and this this radio station was what educated me to change my terminology, which we'd all said committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Right. We would sure. say that before. Mm-hmm. And now the term died by suicide is much more sensitive. And mm-hmm. so as you're having those conversations to shift your terminology as well. Absolutely. Harvey Weinstein pleading not guilty to rape and criminal sex acts. Cracked a little smile as he walked into court. Of course he did. That that just, does that not just turn your stomach upside down? He's free on a million dollars bail. He's got a lot of money. The notion that he, and I felt similarly about Bill Cosby with the same facial expression. I am with you. That sort of brazen glee. Just disgusting. Yes. uh, Like, no. It just, it, uh, to truly not appreciate the impact that your actions have had on the lives of 80 women that we know of. I know. And I think that him and Bill Cosby, I think that they have like this sick, twisted view deep down that these women actually wanted that. Oh, sure. I mean, I honestly think that that's why they are incapable of admitting any sort of guilt because they have convinced themselves that they have a, a, totally inaccurate view of what their place in the world is Mm -hmm. and that they think their ego is so completely out of control that they believe that women, that that's what they were entitled to do and that women wanted it. It's mm -hmm. disgusting. Frankly, they were, you know, part of leaders of certainly, but part of a system that in that indulged that. I know, I know you're rewarded for being Mm -hmm. an egomaniac. The shift in that is happening. Well, People Mm -hmm. allowed him you know, and and it's not that people willingly said, go sexually assault these women. It's that people were not willing to challenge anything in these people's right. lives, which emboldens them to act beyond the bounds of a rational, normal human being. Totally like right. the best thing that could happen to all of us is that we are not wildly, you know, uh, afforded power and influence. Well, it's, just, it's like with parenting. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the same thing with children, right? I mean, you have to have boundaries in order to feel secure and to behave appropriately. Like you can't just let them run wild. Right. right. People are losing their minds over the idea of Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson possibly getting back together. It's not real. Okay. They were um, at the Chateau Marmont hotel after attending Lily Rose Depp's 19th birthday party And they were hanging out with friends and they were together. And so there were photos of this. And so fans of them are just freaking out. Because if they're in a photo together, they must be together. I don't know, you guys. 
they really, um, you know, they broke up when Kristen Stewart was busted making out with Rupert Sanders, the director of Snow White and the Huntsman in a car. And remember when she issued that sad, sad statement that was just like, I am so sorry. Mm -hmm. I am so sorry. I love you. And like, she just realized like what an idiotic mistake she'd made. God, that was, I just remember. Gosh, those times. Photos were so gross. Yes. Rupert Sanders' wife ditched him and she's ended up better than ever. Well, I was just going to say, and where is he? Liberty Liberty something or not. Moss? Liberty Bell. Bell. Liberty Bell. Just kidding. Oh my God. (laughs) Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We need somebody to play the thirty second pop culture challenge. Thirty seconds, five questions. You could win a prize, but you got to get them all right on my talk one zero seven one. Thirty seconds, five questions. You could win a prize, but you got to get them all right on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one zero seven one. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. This is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen? What is she playing for? We have Annie on the line. And Holly, what's Annie playing for? A pair of movie passes to see the upcoming movie Ocean's 8. All right, Annie, oh. Annie, Bo Banny. The timer's going to begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. 1921 was the first year for what pageant? Um, Miss America? What is the name of Dolly Parton's theme park? Uh, Dollyville? Nope. Uh, Dolly Parton's, uh, Dolly... Dolly, is it Dolly something, Dollywood? Yes, Sex in the City takes place in what city? What city? Yeah. Um, is it in um, Dollywood, 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 Nashville? <laughs> oh, God, Annie. Oh, Annie. I'm so sorry you did not Ugh. win today. Um, oh, she was doing so good. She was. Uh, I mean, until she didn't. She was just taking a long time, even though she got them. She know, got the answers. She I just know. ran out of time. Okay, so... Sex in the City takes place in... New York City. Not Nashville. New York City! Get a rope. Who put... <laughs> Good one. Thanks. Oh, I was like, is Holly saying something? I could not tell who was speaking. Who plays the title character in the movie Forrest Goomp? That's I've never seen that movie. Tom what is that? Hanks. Forrest Gump. Oh, that's that movie. The guy runs or something mm-hmm. and he eats chocolate. What is the name of Chloe Kardashian's bebe? True. Is it really? Chloe Kardashian's baby is named True. Oh my god, I had forgotten that. That is horrible. <laughs> Her baby's name is True. Yes, that is correct. True Kardashian. True what? Thompson. Oh, True Thompson. Oh god, that is just so wrong. <laughs> I feel like Invasion of the Body Snatchers took Bradley no, for a I while mean, and then brought him I back remember us to talking, react. <laughs> I remember us talking, but I don't think it know. hit me until I was reading those words together. That is the name of her child, True. True is like the brand name of like a juice drink. Also, also, she and the man who openly cheated on her yeah, named their baby True. I mean, is the irony ever alive and well? Yeah, well, irony by any other name than Kardashian is an irony 
wasted. Thank um, you, Shakespeare. Okay. Still <laughs> smells just as sweet. Still, still smells just as pathetic uh, and cheap. Now the, the, oh, go ahead. No, uh, oh, that was the last question. So now that we're done with the 30-second pop culture challenge, which, by the way, you can play every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Now we move over here and we do some, uh, we, pro- we solve some mysteries in the form of blind items that Holly has brought to us in this segment called Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item today from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with an A-plus list singer. An A-plus list singer is the subject of our first blind item. Here it is. Very Aretha Franklin-ish. This A-plus list singer has any item of clothing on her tour or even her personal clothing that has any kind of size tag replaced with the tags that indicate she is a size 2. She says... It's her way of losing weight. Can I venture a guess? I mean, yeah, well, that's what we do here. There's Mariah Carey. Actually, no. Oh, okay. That was the first. I'm like, the only person I know who lives in a world of her own quite uh, uniquely is Mariah Carey. But is this going to, Holly, is this going to surprise us? Is this? Now, I will say that there are mm, two blind two people that it could possibly be okay and uh think about the key in the blind item that says that this person is on tour mm. that might lead <gasps> you to some speculation she's not on tour though taylor swift yes she is but she- oh! are you kidding me oh god you know why cuz she's not real now that's Pretty one, much of, one the, of the names. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's the other name? Well, now you could also argue that this is about Beyonce because she is also going on tour this summer. Girl doesn't ever act like she's a size two. So mm-hmm. that just seems a little harder also, to buy. Taylor yeah. Swift, I mean, she doesn't need a weight loss program. No, but don't you think she thinks she needs a weight loss program? I don't know. But is she not a size two? I mean, I don't know. What does a two look like? Oh, my God. I'm. I don't know what it looks like. I don't either. But I think it's one of those things where she has something in her head and that's the way she wants it to be. Mm. Let's fill in the blank on this blind item. Very Aretha Franklin-ish. Taylor Swift has any item of clothing on her tour or even her personal clothing that has any kind of size tag replaced with the tags that indicate she is a size two. She says it is her way of losing weight. It's so bizarre. I think now I will say looking at photographs of Taylor Swift in 2018 compared to maybe three or four years ago, mm-hmm. she looks like she has gained some weight, but she looks fantastic and athletic like in a way she's that a woman. she like well, that she's no, been training. Yeah. This is not about that. She should like that. She's fat. This is about the fact that she lives in a world of her own creation. Where, right. Like every, you know, just look at everything about her is so manufactured. Right. Mm-hmm. Like nobody else is on a level that delusional Taylor Swift truly what is that like to live like that I don't think I want to know livable well I mean I kind of feel like it's not sustainable like at some point the of course not the house of cards will crumble exactly moving on okay our next blind item has to do with a permanent A-list singer Mm. a permanent A-list singer is a subject of our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net here's your blind item People just seem to gloss over the current and past actions of this permanent A-list singer as normal. They are not normal. 
She has mental issues and has dealt with them professionally in the past, but her family does not believe in psychiatry, so she invariably stops going, and she really needs some help. As she gets older, her condition becomes worse. Everyone thinks she's the greatest, but I would be scared for her right now. Ooh. Everything, everyone thinks she's the greatest threw me off. Because again, I was going to say Mariah Carey. Yeah. But not everyone thinks she's the greatest. No, no, this one, this person has been in the news over the weekend for something that they did. And we discussed it on the Colleen and Bradley show yesterday. Not in mm. depth, but I think in some of the dirt alerts, we may have touched on a story concerning oh, this person. Okay, see, and then I start to draw a blank and it drives me crazy. Rihanna? Uh, she remember. was a blind item. Using yeah. her, or talking about her yesterday. Yeah. We're also familiar Familiar. Familiar. Yep. Mm-hmm. With people in this family. That's why they mentioned the family in this sure. blind item. Okay. There are other famous family members. Janet Jackson. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, yeah. read it. Read it. Here's your blind so, item. People just seem to gloss over the current and past actions of Janet Jackson. They're not normal. She apparently is having some mental issues and has dealt with them professionally in the past, but her family, the Jacksons, do not believe in psychiatry. So she invariably stops going, and Janet really needs some help. And as she gets older, her condition has become much, much worse. So it looks like maybe I, you know, she needs she needs a little support network. I think if your last name is Jackson, mm-hmm. then you should appreciate the benefits mm-hmm. of um, mental health care. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think you have to look around very far in your family tree to see that, you know, un, uh, when gone unchecked, mental yeah. health problems can create death yeah. and destruction destruction around you all right well let's oh that's a sad one yeah well let's move on let's start on an uh uh, and excuse me on an uplifting blind okay i don't know if this is uplifting or not but we'll read it to you anyways uh this next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a married a-list reality star and her former football playing ex hmm here's your blind item this married A-list reality star has been talking a lot with her former football playing ex who is going through some of his own issues at home right now with his wife. Ooh. Does I mean... Kim Kardashian have a football ex? Oh. Do you remember his name? Reggie. Uh, something? Turner? No. Was Reggie right? Yes. Reggie. James? I don't know. Bush, 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 Bush. Ah, there you go. Oh, there you go. Yes. All right. Here's your blind item. Kim Kardashian has been talking a lot with her former football playing ex, Reggie Bush, who is going through some of his own issues at home right now with his wife. Who's his wife? I don't know. Uh, But but they're having issues. I don't think she is a famous person. Okay. Can I, uh, can I take a brief? I need to tell you about something I read about today about Kim Kardashian and okay. Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, okay, can I'm going to, can I tell you it after the break? Yeah. I, I want to tell you about uh, something that came to my attention about the music of Kanye West that somehow is not being openly talked about a whole lot Okay, about a lyric in one of his songs. Okay. I want to throw out at you guys when sure. we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. We'll be right back on my talk one Oh seven one. Okay.
Okay, so I want to tell you about this thing. I read about this morning in all of the talk about Kanye West's new EP. I never really dug deep into it, so I didn't know about this. Okay. And one of the uh, blind items that Holly just shared with us made me think of it. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay, so can we go back and just read that last blind item with the blanks filled in that we did in our last segment? Yeah, here it is. Kim Kardashian has been talking a lot with her former football playing ex, Reggie Bush, who is going through some of his own issues at home right now with his wife. Okay, so... I so that got me thinking about like you know Kim Kardashian like we've seen a little bit publicly about the struggles of being the wife of Kanye West when sure. he's having sort of a meltdown a meltdown right and then he releases this new album so I saw this headline this morning and I was like I want to know more about that the headline was Kim Kardashian reacts to Kanye West's song lyric about killing her okay what yeah Ready? There is on his opening um, song on yeah. his, on this new EP that he just released. Uh, it's called "I Thought About Killing You," and here is the lyric about Kim. Today, I seriously thought about killing you. Premeditated murder. You'd only care enough to kill somebody you love. Okay, that's kind of dark. What was the context of that experience? Well, the whole, okay, so the whole, the whole entire piece is, I, I, from what I can tell, it's sort of a journey through the mind. Now, and then, so this gets a little bit more complicated, right? Kanye West will say publicly and has said publicly that he struggles with a mental issue. Sure. Right. But he doesn't talk about what that means, yeah. right? Leaving a lot of people to kind of try to fill in the blanks. Now we've heard, and this is where I struggle because there's it, there's a lot of people talking about what his mental condition is. No, which we don't know, right? We don't know. But uh, in the the art for this for this um, music is a picture of the mountains with the words over it. I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. And so people have speculated that this, this, um, the the words, the lyrics to this piece, are sort of his ramblings about his darkest thoughts, okay, right, and wrestling with his darkest thoughts. So you said that she responded. So what did she actually? How did she? There respond? is a video, and I actually have have not. There, there is a video allegedly of her having this reaction. I can't, it's, you know how it is with these videos on YouTube where you will open it thinking you're going to actually see what it says it is. And instead it's like a news story Uh, and it never really gets to that. But the part that struck me was that, that there's, that there are lyrics in one of his songs about killing his wife. Well, I mean, I think, you know. Yes, I, I guess I just need more context because I think if he's just saying like we've all wanted to kill the person that we love, not like giving me the long drawn out way that you're going to go about dismembering their corpse. Right. Right. Um, that perhaps he's just trying to say like there was a moment at which he was so upset with her. He wanted to kill her. And you can only have that experience with someone you truly love. Okay. That, I mean, I think everybody can relate to that. If you're saying like, I wanted to cut her up and stick her in a box and bury her in the backyard. Okay. That might be a little creepy, but 
I'd be curious what her reaction was. Yeah, me too. Anyway, I just thought it was, you know, again, there's so much about this album that because I don't care enough about it to listen to it. Um, I haven't liked anything he's put out for a long time. So I haven't gone and and sought out any information about this album. Yeah. But that headline made me stop short and go, oh, okay, maybe I need to That's look into weird. this. Yeah, no, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, so it was just an interesting angle on the um, on the Kanye West, new Kanye West album. Yeah, and well, it gives sure, me one more reason to not buy his record. I know, it's very strange, right? And mm-hmm. again, he continues to refer to um, his, a, the, a mental condition that he has. So... Which, Just, you know, I mean, he's entitled, like, he absolutely. can share whatever he wants, but, you know, people are certainly going to speculate, that's for sure. Well, and I think that that's the other thing that I respond to, because we had a similar kind of off-air moment when uh, Roseanne was going on her Twitter rants, and, and somebody emailed us and said, you know that she has this diagnosis. And I said, no, I don't know that, and I'm not a doctor, and she's, I mean... That you it's it's a tender area, you know. You can't we can't diagnose somebody with oh, something. We can only deal with what we are yeah. experiencing. Yeah, unless somebody has shared something, right? Then it's none of our business, right? So all we know from Kanye West is that he has struggled with a mental condition, and I think that that is what the perspective of this album is: is kind of a trip through his brain as he struggles with kind of his own brain. Yeah. Um, anyway, it still is not enough to make me want to listen to it. I just thought no. it was interesting that, 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 that there was that, that angle. Oh, in it. sure. Speaking of Roseanne. Okay. So here's the latest news. Yesterday we talked about the rumor that they may be considering a reboot of Roseanne without Roseanne. All of this following ABC canceling the show uh, as a result of the racist tweet that Roseanne put out there. Well, they have met. ABC has met. uh, The executives at ABC have met. And according to TMZ, an announcement, uh, and The Hollywood Reporter also, which is, I don't know, slightly more reputable than TMZ, uh, that a green light could come as early this as this week, That'd be and awesome. that there would yeah. be an announcement. Yeah, I'm here for this. Imminent. I don't. I don't. I know a lot of people say, um, you know, and we'll get to perhaps some of the reasons why people don't want it to happen. But um, I just think there are so many benefits versus drawbacks to making you know something out of this, or at least giving it a chance. Right. Well, here's the perspective. You know, yesterday we sort of just generally talked about it. Would you watch it? Are you interested in it? And yeah, like I, I agree. I, I, I like what the show did, and I think there are tons of benefits to it. The piece that I think people are now going to be focusing on is because Roseanne created the characters, because she created the show, uh, she is she will probably gain financially from mm-hmm. the decision to move on with the show yep. because she technically owns all of those characters, that intellectual property. Yeah. So then the question to me becomes knowing that Roseanne will make money off of this show that she will not be participating in, that she will not be a part of. Then would you still watch it knowing that Roseanne is yeah, going you, to benefit from would it? Would you take that leap? So the question is, knowing that Roseanne is going to make piles of money off this reboot, would that affect your decision to watch a reboot of Roseanne 
without Roseanne. 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071.